0: What should our intro be? Anybody have an idea? No. What if they use this as our intro (laughs) and theme music? Everybody, welcome to the tug of more, where there's just two friends That's that are right. having a conversation about this idea that there's more for us. That that no
1: matter where we are in life, there's more that we feel called to, and it's a fight, attention to get there.
0: It's a tug, man.
1: It, it, yeah, it is. It's a struggle.
0: Leading is hard. I'm exhausted. Sometimes I want to quit. Yeah. Sometimes I want to punch 89 people in the face. <laughs> yes. This is a hard job.
1: Any job that you lead, anyone or anything, yeah. is hard. And it's so true.
0: our context of leadership is ministry. Yes. I know that a big portion of people on our tug team—that's right—are uh, people in ministry yeah. or people that are like really involved in local church. Yeah, but we've also got people that are business owners, business leaders. We got some uh, stay-at-home moms. That's right. That's leading. Yeah. Get up, brush teeth. Pa- That's, you're that a parent, might be the hardest. That might be the hardest thing that I, I, think I do. Think it is. You know, the hardest thing I might do is try to get Titus to eat his dinner.
1: Oh yeah, that might be the yeah. that might
0: be the most challenging piece of leadership in <laughs> whole life. And so on the on the podcast, we're talking about all of those things and yeah. how to how to get better at them.
1: Uh, that's right. And so this week, something we've been talking about a bunch is how complex leading is. How yeah. it's not black and white. It's not. it's not like this is how you do it. This is how you don't do it. But that no matter where you are, as you tug into more, actually the complexity gets greater the more you step into more. And yeah. we're learning the balance of that the difficulty of that the trickiness of that in the world around us today good grief there's all kind of things popping off and we've yeah. had to talk about it a lot lately
0: yeah things uh have multiple layers absolutely like when you're leading groups of people everybody has a different opinion different perspective especially in the uh turbulent world that we now are Absol- trying to yeah. navigate through and it's so like for us just this week the roe versus wade uh right uh conversation uh, ruling. Ruling. ruling
1: the ruling came down yeah yeah
0: and so wow it's a lot a lot of, lot of feelings a lot of emotions you out know, there i've been uh looking at my social
1: yeah i've been not looking at my social someone told me that i <laughs> needed to take a break and they were right because yeah, right i the, realized right in the
0: nick of time how
1: many uh things are popping off everywhere and but yes, you
0: you looked at it
1: you, you, i looked at it the day for sure i was still on it so, the day it happened. so
0: basically uh if you live in the states you're yeah. you're aware of kind of what's happened and as I'm looking at social, Facebook, Instagram, wherever, people have all kinds of opinions. Yeah, yeah. And I've been working to craft a post to put out there and then realized I'm spending way too much time yeah. about this because the truth is it's a very complex idea. Absolutely. Now, I believe that abortion breaks God's heart. Yeah. I think that we it's, it's that not, it's from not biblical
1: of conception that, uh, that a fetus is a live person, a baby. It is a human. Yeah. And that, that is murder. However, yeah. coming out with a blanket statement that just says, or even celebrates when other people are walking through so much pain has caused us to pause.
0: Yeah. I've had people reach out this week and say, pastor, why haven't you said a big thing on Sunday? Because I'll lean into politics. Sometimes. Sometimes, why haven't you made a big statement? Why haven't you made a post? Why isn't the church really rallied behind this celebratory idea? It's complex, Yeah. it's complex.
1: Well, first of all, the ruling, just so we're clear, uh, all it does is gives now power back to the state to make the decision, which is not saying uh that uh, that abortion is abolished across our land right what in fact it does is brings more dissension more confusion more uh disunity as the states are making their own decision and so living in the state of texas we make the assumption you know we know where that what will happen here but yeah we have had so many people in fact say you must declare and and celebrate but as we've led so many people knowing uh our celebration—that would be very.
0: I can uh, feel unkind. I can feel people's ears burning for sure already while they're listening to this. We are not saying that abortion is godly. We already, where do you made that really clear? Right, right. What we're saying as leaders, yeah. What we're saying is that it's can, it's complex.
1: Absolutely. And just
0: because there is clear right and wrong, we have to understand that if we're trying to reach people who are far from God, yeah. then we have to be aware of everybody's opinion, not opinion
1: perspective
0: perspective we have to be aware of the weight of our voice link that i think that we've got a whole yeah. uh whole podcast right. where we talk about the weight of our voices so like for us i know dozens of women yeah at our church who've had abortions right and they carry a lot of hurt yeah from that they carry well, some re- regret
1: yeah well and in the go ahead
0: and so i feel as if i need to be careful in how that is talked about or else I'm just going to help the devil lump shame on them. Absolutely. We talk about that. It's wrong. We talk about how this is not a good choice. That this is not something that you should do. We've had many conversations with women and men that got a girl pregnant, but how this is not godly. This is not something that you should do. Well, but when we just ring the bell, so excited, kill the devil celebrate we have to be aware that it's complex and that there are hearts that are being broken in the process right that will now turn off turn off our voice from anything and the question is okay what am i for me as a pastor what am i called to do
1: right what is our goal what is our main mission you know something i grew up with my parents saying all the time is there's a difference uh, between being right and being loving. Like, which would you rather be? And like, we can be right, but if we're not showing love, if we're not being loving in the midst of it, like uh, for us, the context is the Bible. And like what Jesus calls us to is to love God and to love other people. And like, if we just make blanket statements to be right uh, in what we feel is right without any ounce of love connected to it, man, we can do a lot more harm than any rightness could ever 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 do.
0: I've got a few friends that are pastors yeah. that right after the ruling came out, they made these big posts on social media right. about like how it's been overturned and this is a day of celebration, which is true. But it was it's with an attitude of we're right, y'all have been wrong, and it's shaming people that have made those life decisions for me i want the gospel of jesus to be able to be broadcast to republican and democrat absolutely because guess what there's gonna be both in heaven
1: absolutely
0: and if we i mean i don't know it starts to get overly political i think that one of the reasons this ruling came down (laughs) is just to bring more division into our country absolutely and so we're systematically being divided into these camps right and these camps are creating echo chambers yeah and what's happening is these echo chambers are just feeding each other and i don't want to only be a champion in an echo chamber right i want my voice to be able to transcend these political groups absolutely and into anybody who needs to hear about the the love of jesus right. now we're not a more church we don't just speak love right without truth
1: no right i'll
0: punch you in the face no i'll tell you what's wrong important
1: but when it's missing love uh and and really when it's coded in love like it has to have love at the top love in the middle love at the end love everywhere in between because if not truth just railing against things it 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 falls on very deaf uh man they, what you said before, they'll turn their ears off to anything. And then what we say, man, it actually brings them, causes more pain than it does. Our goal is to bring healing with the words and the truth that we bring.
0: And our words can create more distance between people and Jesus. Absolutely, And that confusion. Because of, because of these now camps that are kind of being created in our country. Um, We did a series a while ago called the end is near Mm -hmm. question mark. And we did a teaching through the the book of of Revelation, the end times, which is a real thing. If you've ever been weirded out about how that works, go check it out. I got all kinds of diagrams and props and all kinds of stuff to help explain it all. And uh, I was gonna add a week to that series on abortion.
1: Oh yeah. And I had written a
0: message. I remember that. A whole message. It's really good. I still haven't preached it about this idea of abortion And like, I think on Thursday, maybe before I was about to preach it, I I got convicted of like, Hey, trustin, this is not going to be helpful, right? This is going to hurt Yeah. all of these new people that have started coming into the church and all of these people that are trying to get to know Jesus, this is stake. this is too, this, these concepts that you're about to start dropping. It's too much right now. Yeah. And so we shifted it and uh, did another message where I still talked about abortion, but it wasn't the entirety of the message. Right. Um, We've we said that we're titling the, the conversation Complexity of Leadership. And I don't think we have to spend the whole time talking no, just about I don't this think idea. So. But like, there's more than, j- there, there is right and wrong. Uh, correct. There is right and wrong, but in how we communicate it, I think that we should have enough grace and understanding that we live in a fallen, broken world than just declaring right and wrong without understanding the people in the margins. Well,
1: let's talk about the the differences in what you've already said. So there are, when you're leading, there are different platforms in which you're leading from. And so there's a giant Sunday morning platform. There's a podcast that we uh, have, there are one on one conversations, there are emails, there are social media posts, like we have to weigh as leaders in our complexity, where and when we say what we say, and where and when we do what we do. And we have to part of that complexity is recognizing um, the voices in the audience who we're speaking to, and then the ability to break it down to actually communicate the level of what we're saying and the understanding of what yes. we're saying to the right people, because a social media post can say very little. Yeah. What is it? 140 characters on Twitter. Yeah. Like, there's only so much, and I don't believe you can properly it's communicate too your heart properly in that in that way. Sunday morning, there's teaching, there's truth. However, what pieces of that you and I talk about it all the time, the hardest part about preaching is what not to what say. What not to say. And that like there's so much that, that you want to say, yet there's only so much that can be said. And so what you said is great. Is it helpful? Is it truth? Yes. Is it helpful? And then what's the right platform for where we can communicate that? That's
0: a really good thing to be thinking through. Right. We before have to. you start speaking. Absolutely. Um, so let's just take another example to put out there. Yeah. The Bible's really clear mm-hmm. that drunkenness right. getting drunk
1: yeah. is a sin. Ab- yeah, absolutely.
0: Okay. It's real clear. Yeah. What is drunkenness?
1: Right.
0: It's complexity. Is it what you blow on the breathalyzer? Is it when you start tipping over right. while you're walking? Is it, the is legal it when you, limit or whatever? When you crash they say? What is yeah. it, what is drunkenness? So, as a pastor, what would probably not be beneficial is for me to get up on a Sunday and say, Sin. If you drink, hell.
1: Right, that would not be appropriate. <laughs> right, correct. It
0: would not be good for me to make a social media post. Yeah, that is drawing such a strong line, because for some people in their culture, you know, over in Scotland,
1: yeah,
0: I have friends that are missionaries right. Right. that they drink at their church because it's so part of their culture. Absolutely. In the states, it's not that way. In other places of the world, alcohol is literally shamed. It's a challenge. Like as leaders, we have to weigh who are the people that we're we're reaching. And you have to understand the sheep in your fold and, and what they need. Because we have ladies that have recently had abortions. Yeah,
1: and we, we, have, we understand people as people. And if we really love them and their story, uh, and we wanna be a part of their story and be a part of their journey, we don't wanna just throw out some thought that isn't gonna cut us off from being in relationship and being a part of the journey with them. And I think, well, no matter what you're leading, no matter what your organization is, no matter your structure, uh, the complexity of things. As parents, there are things that I don't want my kids doing or, or certain rules that we have that they need to follow. But I've had to look at my uh, own way of parenting and recognize how complex mm-hmm. and how significant the words I speak to my kids, uh, how important they are. Yeah. That if I'm only telling them good job in like the great high moments and not good job in the everyday moments and they're only ever going to want to achieve and succeed. Like there are so many important pieces of of parenthood where I've had to go, Hey, leading our home is hard. It's complex. We have to be careful and detailed in it. And I think no matter what, what area you're leading, you have to pay attention to that, that you could cut off some level of growth more in your organization and in your structure. If you're just too quick to say, Oh, blanket statements, Oh, blanket, even moments, rulings, ideas. Uh, it's really important.
0: I remember when I was, uh, like, in college and my, like, early 20s, mm-hmm. I, uh, I had the privilege of leading a bunch of mission trips. Uh-huh. And so one of the trips that we led was down to New Orleans. Yeah. And we would go down during Mardi Gras. Yeah,
1: it's
0: good. And uh, while we were down, dude, it was quite the experience for the little Bible college trust, and now yeah. I'm on the streets yeah. of Mardi Gras at Bourbon Street at 2 a.m. Yeah. uh, We would do all kinds of things yeah. there, like, provide all kinds of different ministries. We would pass out water. We would pray for people. We would, uh, dude, I think I saved three girls from getting human traffic, yeah, like right. crazy things while we were down there. But while we were also down there, there's a teams yeah. of Christians that are down there with these big signs that on their sign, it has like a list of sins. Mm-hmm. And then like a big hand of God, like painted on right. it and it says, you're going to hell. And these guys have megaphones and they're yelling about right. how, Anyone down there is in debauchery. Right. They're going to hell. I, we, I had a guy call my wife, a whore, my wife, I'm yeah. mayor, my wife she's not dressed bad, called her whore. She's going to hell we're right. in sin. Right. And it's tough because like the stuff on their sign was sin. Correct. It is sin. And so i remember watching these interactions down at mardi gras and people would go up to these guys and get in shouting screaming matches right. and these preachers shouting screeching spit coming out of their mouth they would yeah. have to wear glasses because people would spit on them while they're fighting with each other and so we developed a whole other ministry team that we called our apologetic team and so we would stand and watch these street preachers scream hate yeah at people and when these people would walk away in tears and shaken we would go up to them and say hey I'm really sorry that that just happened. Yeah. Their heart is not coming across right. Right. There might be some stuff in your life that you need to change, but can I tell you, God loves you. Yeah. And He wants to be in a relationship with you. And I can't tell you how many people we led to the Lord and had really good conversations on the heels of those fights. Yes. Yeah. And so uh, throughout the weeks that we were there over the years, I would go and talk to the street preachers and I would ask them, How many people have you prayed with? While you're down here and they say it doesn't matter, we're preaching the truth. Well, maybe it, yeah, maybe it does matter. Yeah. Didn't Jesus say you shall know them by their fruit? Absolutely, and so, like, just because it's true and just because you can make a post, right? What's it going to produce, right? Other than cheers in your echo chamber,
1: absolutely, <sighs> right?
0: What about all the people that don't know God that are also reading this, right? That now they make God look like a bad guy,
1: exactly. I remember
0: because God's the one who sent that I'm sorry I can't no, preach, I'm just like in a st- stream, right. stream of thought Do it. but like God's the one who sent the rescue mission right. of Jesus right God's the one who made a way where there was no way Absolutely. we're not saved by our works we're saved by grace and I think that we have a responsibility of speaking truth but but guarded in love
1: we have a responsibility as leaders to be willing to put ourselves in other people's shoes yes. is something we talk about the maturity to say okay maybe i could look at it from their perspective not just my one perspective or not just the right versus wrong perspective i remember i was shared before that i worked in cosmetics forever and uh i worked for uh Estee Lauder for a long time and in one season they asked me so because I work directly for the company that's where my paycheck came from that's where uh, who I checked in with well in one season they had uh, a need in a specific store and they said will you go and actually become an employee of that store for this many weeks so that they can fill this hole and fill this spot while they're bringing in someone else and I was like okay well sure well what I had to do was go fill out all the paperwork and then take all their employee tests in order to become part mm-hmm. of uh, the company. So I remember sitting at the desk and reading all the questions they were asking me to answer. And they were all like scenarios. So like-, oh, like What would you do what if- What would you do if someone came in and blah, 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 blah. And it would give like A, B, C, D. And so I answered them all well, at the end of the test, I got red flagged and it said that I failed. And I was like, oh dang, I, I don't get to do this and Now my boss at SA Lauder is going to be ticked because she's going to be like, why in the world didn't you answer? You know, and then she's probably going to, I'm probably going to lose my Estee Lauder job because you'd be like, this lady's a problem. Well, what happened was the manager brought me in and we talked and she said, no, uh, actually all of our managers, red flag, they all fail. Hmm. She said, because these questions are geared for first time employees to see see if they will steal, to see if they will Hmm. cheat Hmm. on their time, to see if they will, uh, you know, maybe... Make some wrong decisions," she said. "But leaders understand that there's not black and white. Leaders understand that actually they're going to put a B or a C of the answer because they see that there's actually a couple of different ways we might need to go about this. Sometimes we might have to handle it in a different way because it's extremely complex. Yeah, and
0: it's not life is not just true or false, right? It's, and it's not just A, B, C, and D. Sometimes yeah. there's thirty
1: absolutely the whole scenarios, there. right? and so uh, i would challenge anyone who finds themselves stuck in their leadership maybe you've been tugging for a while but you find yourself stuck right now and you can't figure out why you are well maybe you have some this is the way we do it and this is how it is we will not shift maybe you haven't taken a minute in a long time to actually put yourself in the employee's shoes or your kids Mm -hmm. shoes or the people in your organization or like we're talking about your congregation's shoes and said hey am i only seeing this the way i think my thoughts, my context, my life experience. When I look at uh, my life experience versus some other people's life experience, no wonder they were in that situation. No wonder they made that choice. Of course, they felt that way. Of course, that was the only answer they had. And the compassion I can feel then halts any part of myself wanting to make loud, uh, unloving, though very right statements uh because i care more about them than i do about myself being right in a moment i I think it's important as leaders to go oh wait a minute maybe i need to look and and throw some red flags somewhere in my life to actually start leading better and and having a little more complexity (sighs) what
0: complex issues take a lot to chew on absolutely it's not as easy as Uh uh It is as easy as right or wrong. Yeah. But it's it's more complex to figure out how to navigate those Absolutely. things. Absolutely. And I think that one of the issues with watching the news. Right. <laughs> is that they just draw it this side and this side. Yeah. And I think that you can have a, a uh, ethical standing. Yeah. But we have to understand that other people have different experiences. We have a, a lady in our church. Should I not tell specific stories? I don't know. I we have don't a lady know. in our church. <laughs> I don't know what story we have, to tell. We have a lady in our church who uh her she had a family member die oh yeah and uh she kind of went into a spiral and then she went back to her old life started clubbing getting drunk at the club And she met some dude and slept with him yeah and got pregnant yeah now this lady has done some of this stuff before and we've talked with her. i know rachel's yeah. personally talked with her and this lady has had an abortion previously yeah. and so she falls back in that lifestyle yeah. And Rachel has talked to her yeah. about this yeah, previously to as well yeah, and then she, in that season of hurt, she yeah. goes and gets pregnant again,
1: yeah,
0: and all the shame comes on, all these feelings come through. she quits coming to church, we try to re- we reach out, but she won't listen to nothing, and she goes and she has another abortion.
1: yeah
0: It's heartbreaking,
1: yeah
0: And then she comes back broken, talks to us about it. I can't believe that I did this. I'm full of so much shame. I'm full of so much regret and hurt. And now we're processing all kinds of things with her. Like she's, she's in our church. Like she's in process. Right. And if I jump on and I make a post of 140 characters about. Right. The devil's head is smashed. And today is a day of victory. (laughs) Right. It's, it's more complex than that. I've got a buddy in the church who he just told me this week that in different season of life he remembers driving six girls to abortion clinics and right. paying for their abortions and he's beat up he, he as he's watching the news he's like pastor i'm i'm celebrating this vote and like yeah i know that it's sin but like man what a what does god hate me like truth without love is like a, resound- a resounding gong like a clinging symbol yeah, yeah. and it's this idea that like we can we can say the right thing but if we do it without love it's just banging it's just i, like I preached bang. this once no, and i went not bang- yeah, yeah i went banged on the symbol yeah, while i was preaching yeah. And I think that sometimes we're just banging symbols in echo chambers instead right. of really thinking about people that are far from God.
1: Well, and I have to ask myself the question, um, you know, there's a story in the Bible of when they bring the woman who's caught in adultery and Jesus says, you know, whoever is, uh, has no sin cast the first stone. I have to ask myself the question of like, when I'm just railing against things without the context that like, yeah, they're walking through, uh, sin, sin in different seasons of their life. But. But who do I think I am? Yeah. Who do I think I am? This perfect holy person that can just yell and shout. We're all saved by grace. We've all sinned. We've all fallen (sighs) short of the glory of God. We've all been way too weak in a moment. We've all been way too sinful. Like I ain't nothing without God. I ain't nothing without Jesus. So who am I to rail something and declare something that is going to cause pain? And what you keep saying, the word shame, that that's the opposite of god's heart yeah is to uh bring shame on people and so therefore it's the opposite of my heart i don't want to be someone that brings shame i want to bring help bring freedom and bring truth and bring the love of jesus and so no it's important
0: yeah i uh, as you're saying that i can feel again people yeah getting getting it go ahead yeah so that's
1: fine <laughs> no so
0: so so people you might be thinking or saying yeah but shouldn't we celebrate this shouldn't we worship god over this shouldn't we declare victory yeah i in my personal walk with god have thanked him and have celebrated this overturning of a political situation for me But I don't remember when our worship and celebration was only public. Right. I actually remember in the New Testament when Jesus talks to the Pharisees and he talks about how they have their loud prayers in the streets. Absolutely. You have your loud, elaborate prayers in the streets for everyone to hear. Wait a minute. Yeah. If you've been praying loud, celebratory prayers on Facebook and on Instagram, but you haven't been doing nothing in your private life, are you just flexing online? Right is that really a, a contrite heart before God? Right. And so like just because we haven't made some big post doesn't mean that we're not celebrating the shift.
1: No, and and I think then also it's uh, the understanding of what do we want to celebrate and so for us at more church where we lead uh, for us what we want to celebrate is the life change stories what yeah. we want to celebrate loudly is when people get to know that jesus loves them more than they even could imagine what yeah. we want to celebrate is when they've gone from a death season to a life season and we believe that in speaking uh, truth in love only only that combination that is when we can make more stories of of celebration of that, yeah. and so again, for our context and for our complexity, we've recognized that that kind of thing isn't right for us. We're
0: going to celebrate steps, yeah, we're absolutely. Gonna, we're going to celebrate steps like the girl who had the second abortion, yeah. We celebrated that she came back, absolutely, the Sunday after,
1: absolutely, right? Like,
0: no, that wasn't good,
1: but what, like, but I'm but what so- good, like, what good does it do? to to lump, lump. she already knows. Right, there's not, and so for us, the complexity and the decision is, uh, we're going to use our our very uh, big platform and our very loud voice, our heavy-weighted, your voice is the most heavy-weighted voice in the organization, we're gonna be really careful how we use that voice and what what is celebrated.
0: And so don't let pressure of other people Yeah. Make you feel like you have to also say right. something
1: right okay it's it, double-sided yeah,
0: yeah. It's, you well
1: i'm saying it's double-sided is as a leader as you're tugging into more you better recognize the complexities of your leadership and what you need to do but then as a fellow leader of someone else let's not throw stones on people yeah and let's recognize they have complexity that we yeah. don't understand yeah other places, other jobs, other organizations, other people have complexities we don't understand. And so we're not gonna judge them and and hopefully they won't judge us.
0: Let's talk about some of the complexities of leadership other than this one idea. We're talking about a, a political issue and a social media Absolutely. post. Let's talk about some other like complexities. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've got some. No, Do you, have you any?
1: can go first, that's fine.
0: Uh, like we have people that serve in ministry that's teams. That's literally
1: what I was gonna say, so it's fine.
0: We have yeah. people that serve in ministry teams that are not godly.
1: That are, <laughs> that are living that are, a no, life in that process. Are, that are
0: living, they're, they are not living what most people call a godly life. They're forgiven, they're 100%. Christian, they're trying, they're working hard to turn from their wicked ways, right. they're working their salvation out daily, Whoa. but they still have some uh, residue from the past. And so we've got people on our group t- team that are drunks, Yeah. that are uh, dabble with d- drugs. Yeah. We do
1: well. Again, we're in in the complexity of what we believe is that you know Jesus cares more about what's happening on the inside of us than the outside. That right now they're still walking through some maybe behaviors mm-hmm. of sin, but that their heart is pured before God. Going, God help me. I want to grow, and so therefore, because we see they're on the right, they're on the right track. They're headed in the right direction. Just because they haven't all the way arrived in every bit of their behavior, who are we to judge what God's doing in their life? Just because somebody else's behavior on the outside looks good doesn't mean it necessarily is. Yeah. And so because we've identified that, we're like, hey, if your culture, if you're, if you come into alignment with the culture of our greater team, if you're joyful and you understand the love of Jesus and you want other people to feel welcome and a part, come on, be a part of this team.
0: Yeah. We have to be careful with hard and fast rules. Yeah. That uh uh alienate 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 and alienate eliminate people. It's now, both. Yeah. I've been a part of cultures before of churches where they have very hard and fast rules and then people are eliminated. But you know why they have to do that? Because they don't talk about it.
1: They're unwilling to have conflict or conversation. If
0: you're willing to have a... If I know that there's a dude who's smoking weed. Yeah. But I know he's trying to stop. Yeah. And I know that he's done it for 10 years or however long. Then why would I not allow him to gain a community, make some friends, use his gifts to fall into the kingdom of God while he's trying to work those things out? Or should I create a culture where he has to lie to me? Exactly. Because let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Half these pastors are all looking at porn. No, right. Half these dudes are all doing a bunch of sneaky stuff. Half these dudes are all doing a bunch of sketchy things. But you know what they're really good at? Hiding it. Lying. (laughs) And so what we would rather do is create a culture of honesty and transparency that calls things sin but does it with love and not a judgment is Absolutely. like, a, yeah, dude, I've been there. Yeah. And then it helps people keep progressing.
1: Absolutely, no, I mean, in, in all kinds of areas of our, again, our leadership context as church, uh, we celebrate people who give, even when they haven't yet rece- you know, reached the 10% of the tithe. We celebrate that they took the first step to say, hey, I'm gonna trust God with my finances. You if
0: told me today, today when he uh, told me about a, a person in our church, who for the last 3 weeks has given $30. Yes. And you told me that story with more joy in your heart about that person's process than if somebody would have written a check for 300,000. It's true. Which we have had. We've no. had somebody write a check for 300,000. Right. But today you were more excited that's telling true. me about that I could cry right now about that person. Yeah. giving $30 because we understand that's not their tithe. No. That's not 10%. That's not biblical obedience right
1: but they're taking a step
0: they're taking a step man and they're,
1: they're learning and understanding and, and it's, it's
0: com- so leadership is complex yeah yeah it's complex we have to be careful with the lines that we draw
1: absolutely absolutely i think the same i've learned is true in like raising my own kids you have two kids i have yeah. two kids our two kids uh from each other are vastly different. Yeah, Your son Titus and Lillian, they're different. Yeah, Easton and McKinley, they're different. The way I had to discipline them was different. The mm-hmm. way uh, I had to lead them uh, to the healthy decisions for them to make, it was different because they are different people with different personalities. And in leadership, we are navigating all kinds of personalities, all kinds of uh, decision-making skills, all kinds of, and so even on our staff team, there's different complexities of the way that I might walk through a like a goal sheet plan with one employee Mm -hmm. or another, because I understand their life experience, where they're at. So the expectation I'm setting is different for one versus the other. And I'm not going to say, well, why aren't you doing it like so-and-so? Because that's damaging and hurtful, but instead recognizing, it's complex which makes it hard it's complex leadership's not for everybody but it can be if we're willing to grab and like tug for more yeah
0: it's complex man it's super complex because people are involved absolutely like our kids you know like with titus if i just give him an angry eyebrow he melts and cries and feels he's disappointed in the world lillian I've gotta write out eight reasons why she was disobedient if she stands there with a bad attitude <laughs> right, looking at me. Right. Not a bad attitude, but you know, like a no, uh because yeah. they're just different, they're just different yeah, people. Yeah. And so we have to view people the same way.
1: Absolutely. Remember
0: I was on staff at a church and uh they had a church van mm. that it was their only vehicle, and so it would transport people, it would pull trailers, it would it was like yeah, always used. Yeah. And so at first there was no, the, here's how you were allowed to use the church van. Was the key on the hook. Yeah. That's how. Yeah. And it was not a good enough system because people were mad that the van wasn't there when they yeah. needed it for things.
1: Who's got the van? Who so knows? So then
0: they created a system <laughs> that was so structured, you know, you got to do it this many days before, you got to fill it, it, out, it out, you got to get approval, right. you got to have the gas on full, you got to have it clean, you can't have leave one cup, you, we're going to, see the whole church if you right. screw like and so you know what happened is people quit even using the van they started yeah. renting vehicles out of their budget <laughs> so there's a balance of leadership has complexity but not so much complexity right. that you have to draw every line because the more red tape we put out the more red tape we have to follow absolutely and so it's like a
1: well, it's our job as leaders to I know, I know that what
0: I just said goes against everything we just said in the no. podcast, but there's a balance of understanding that it's a very complex thing, but that sometimes it's not just a hard and a fast rule, but it's situational Absolutely. wisdom. Yes. For this person in this situation, yeah. if, 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 the, if the lady who had the issue with the thing wanted to preach on a Sunday, we're not going to let her. Not today. But if she wants to be a greeter right right if she wants to she can yeah you can help and serve in the women's ministry and do this thing yeah, yeah. but yeah over time right we're going to start to trust and see progress that she right. can step into anything that she wants yeah to do but if we just draw too many lines i think some organizations have no lines and then have someone have so many lines Yeah. that's a disaster
1: no exactly but the complexity <laughs> of it means it's our job to evaluate it to navigate it because yeah there are some things that we will make blanket posts about we will make yeah. blanket statements about because they're very clear they're very specific and and they only cause harm and damage uh you know those kind of things and so like when it when uh we want to make those statements we will because we understand that there's love attached and the love is is important and so golly it's so necessary And if you're not willing to look at it that way, then you need to reevaluate how you've been evaluating.
0: It's really good. Dude, that was a lot.
1: There's a lot. This head
0: has has heavy stuff.
1: Yes. And hopefully uh you received it with love and truth. <laughs> but truthfully, I yeah. think it's it's important. And so if you have any questions, if you ever have a comment or thought, share it with us. We want to hear it.
0: We just did one of my favorite episodes ever. Which. Where we took questions that have oh, came yeah. in from people and we answered like 10 or yeah. 15 questions. It's one of the greatest things. So, so, so we'll if you ever it. have a question, ever in an area that we can help you right. directly reach out yep let us know that's it would love to help you tug into more bye y'all see ya